All right, here we go. You're, you're not running this podcast. He's got his own podcast here on what Mondays. He has. He's not running the podcast. All right. You're not running the podcast. Guys, Shut welcome up. to We're not my in. show. <laughs> yeah, please. please Are we start, recording? Please start it that way. No. <laughs> yeah. Good. No, so you're not. to no. my show. This is not your Bitch. show. Shut the fuck it's up. It's Big Dog's world. We're just living in it. We're, we got this Super Bowl week, baby. Super Bowl week. Hold on. No, not hold on. Grab his Sit Elvis. down. <laughs> you got to do All your right. Elvis chops. Sit down, bitch. I missed, I missed the bear on Conan. Let's go. <laughs> We got a all right. What do you, Turner? Christ Turner, what's sake. what's an I okay? What's like an ideal Super Bowl party for you? We got we got we talking a lot of people here. Uh, are we talking small party, large party? What kind of food? What's the ideal Super Bowl setup for you? Super Bowl week here. Uh, I I don't mind a decently, you know, a decent sized party. I don't want there to be like too too many people. But Big Dog will attest this. When you get too many women in the mix, we're yeah. worried about we're, commercials. We're fucking 30 wor- seconds in here, right? We're 30 seconds in. We're <laughs> taking shots we, at women here? I'm, of course not. But they're more interested in the, the commercials, entertainment, you know. Yeah, that's but, fair. Women usually, watching the Super Bowl. But usually but, bring good food. That's, you know. Trade off. Yes. Women trade-off. do not belong at Super Bowl parties except for my type of women in the old days, which is I would have a Super Bowl party with a bunch of strippers. Okay. And we're gonna have to start this over. You you, you did this. This is my fault. You did this. We were ten seconds in. Why did you have to bring up women? You asked me how I like the party. I I was trying. We were getting like a very smooth intro. This is what I'm here for. Can we talk about what is the ideal Super Bowl setup? No chicks. Dad already said strippers. No chicks, except you could have occasional. You could have some strippers. That's about it. (laughs) All right. What kind of food? Buffalo, buffalo wings and strippers. Buffalo wings. That's the thing on Super Bowl Sunday is that no one can pick the food because nobody can buy the food. Service you need to do as a business is you deliver Super Bowl Sunday already pre-made pizzas where they put them in the oven or something. People do not want to go out and acquire food and figure out where they're going to go on Super Bowl Sunday. Have a package that you buy, and if you're the NFL who sucks because of Roger Goodell, you come up with a way you can sell that to homes. They come in like with Pizza Hut or whatever. You order, you choose five packs or whatever. It's delivered at 5 o'clock on the dot. It's sold. That's another idea by now. Go ahead. Big brain shit right there. And then there. hibernation pill when football season's all. That's hibernation your best pill. idea yet. Don't hit the table back Let's there. go. You're moving all over the place. Tonight, I know. Man. You're antsy. I told, there's something going on with him. I'm telling Let's you. I go. don't know what it is. Like <laughs> mentally. I, I, he's not super, all there. It, I'm telling you. Football season's almost over. He's worried about going into hibernation. He's got to get all his ducks in a row before he goes into hibernation. All I, right. I, let's do this. Super Bowl party. No. Be I, strippers. And then more strippers if Rich was alive. And then Who's um, rich? my keyboard player, it, he would, he would have, I love how we just strippers the, over there. the subtle, but rich. anyway, I'm not, I'm, no sh- I'm, not, I'm not cutting strippers down because they are doing something from a powerful position. Okay. So that's it on that. All right. They're What's not being the, told what to me, say in their earphones. Give you know? me some of your best Super Bowl memories. Mine. I remember back me and me and Carl, one of my best friends growing up. Um, shout out to Carl. I played at TCU, played yeah. football at TCU. Uh, we used to watch every Super Bowl together yep, before he left and went to China and now Japan. Um, and he's left me. He's to on watch a top it. secret mission over there, dude. He's, you can't tell he, people where Carl he is. has. He, he has left everyone me, together, everyone for twenty years, and we haven't watched it in the last four years. But I do remember the the best memory was the the greatest show on turf back i think it was oh two rams and it was the rams uh, i like kurt warner marshall falk tory holt 
playing against the the Patriots when everybody thought there was no chance the Patriots would win. That was one of the best Super Bowls ever. That was a great memory. I remember watching it in the playroom with Carl. Wait, um, is that where the t- is that where the no Titans? There was that a, was, was the year that before. The, next, the year before Titans okay. won. Titans lost at a, on the one yard yeah, line diving into the end zone. That was a great. Okay, what's the best? That's the one I remember. Best Super Bowl of all time. What's the best Super Bowl of all time? Well, for me, it was that one because that's like my first memory of it. Where he just came up one yard short on the. I just remember that being the best game. You know, coming down to the last play. Um, for me, and the other one I remember is uh, San Antonio Holmes catching it. Uh, for the Steelers in the against corner the, of the end zone against, against the Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah. I don't remember what Super Bowl that was. It was like 40, 43, 44. Yeah, something I'm like not. That. I'm not good with the Super my, Bowl. My my favorite. My favorite was forty nine, where Patriots played the Seahawks, and it was not as good of a comeback as the one against the Falcons, which was two years later. But it was like I think they were down, they were down ten, I believe, in the fourth quarter, and Brady led him on two straight touchdown drives. Basically had to be perfect against the Legion of Boom defense, and he was. It was just incredible. And then it came down, obviously, with the intercepted at the goal line because my dad's boy, Russell Wilson, decided to throw the ball on the one-yard line instead of hand it to Marshawn fucking Lynch. And just the reactions of Pete Carroll and of all the Seahawks, of them just, like, shitting their pants. Like, we can't believe we just gave that away. Uh, that was that was my favorite Super Bowl memory, favorite best game, best game. Russell, uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback, and I I'm gonna say author just because I'm sure he wrote some yeah. kind of book, some inspirational book. Yes, yes. I'm sure he did. Yeah, I mean he's not quite the player Doug Peterson is as a coach, the coach, but he's he's close. Worst I'll say, go ahead, best, best Super Bowl ever. ever. Joe Namath, 1969, doing number one, going off the field. That's just done. That's How it. old were you? I don't know. Don't remember. He wasn't alive. Okay? <laughs> no, he was born. In, he was born no, in sixty-one. Don't age him. Please. I can tell you, he was eight. He was eight. So, bottom line, then, then I would say there was a seven. lot of Super Bowls y'all didn't see that were better. Dallas, Pittsburgh. There's a lot of great ones. Don't even, I mean, there's a lot of ones y'all like the Pittsburgh Steelers were mate were incredible. I mean, they were just ridiculous. Did the Bills in those the, Super Bowls? The best Super Bowl for me was Cowboys beating the Bills in the Rose Bowl, fifty-two to whatever five. That's the best so Super Bowl ever. Let me ask you this because you would know when the Bills lost four in a row. I know you just talked about the Cowboys beating the wheels off them, but did they have any super? Super close ones that came down like a field goal either way, or yeah, they the just Giants, get smoked. The Giants game is that the wide, wide right, right, the wide right. Wide okay, right. would that have won the game or would that have tied the game? No, that would have won the game. They were down it? two. Okay, and I think that was like inside of forty yards. If I yeah, no correctly. one can, nobody credits the Bills. You don't want to live in that shit ass shit ass place. But the Bills getting the Super Bowl four times in a row. No one's ever going to do that anymore. And number one, when Andy Reid retires after the Super Bowl, if they win, they probably will. But not the 49ers to beat the shit out of them. Um, when he retires, we're going to see what Mahomes is with that dad, that wife, that white trashish going on, goings, goings and on, whatever you want to call him. And he needs to get uh, uh, some uh, animal leaders in his pack so he can get control of them. They're like a bunch of wild wolves. Literally, his brother, his wife, Taylor Swift, his dad. I mean, if I have that kind of money, seriously, I'd have them under. I'd, I'd the have one, them. The one, I'd have people around them. Yeah. Why would you let your brother? And I mean, he's got the money to con, to control the situation. The one thing his I his dad will, should have a driver. Hey, that's what I was about to say. The one thing I will say, going back to that, because he picked up his third D wobbly, as we call him, three the third number three, which is really bad. You're yeah, going, that's bad. You're going to jail for that yeah, one. Yeah, you're going and, to jail. And um, it's to me, it's just mind boggling that you would not. As soon as he a gets driver. the second one, if I'm if I'm Patrick Mahomes saying, 
I'm just telling my dad, look, you're never driving anywhere, anywhere driving in anymore. your life. Wait, but do we know? Is he estranged? Like, are they? Are they? Yeah, I know. Because, because like, last my, night. from I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not cutting his family. He's not responsible for his family. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying, just saying if the, I'm in that situation, I don't want any distractions. So I'm going to minimize when my brother, my father, or whoever is saying shit to the media or on Instagram or getting arrested. I'm going to minimize that well, during the end of the season. His brother's a totally different story. Well, anyway, like, let's get on this. My, the my no, the question, I, I'm curious if, I don't, I, I would guess, and I don't know. I probably should have looked this up beforehand, but I don't know if I'm curious if they're actually like talking. Because that, that does seem odd. Like, why are you getting DWIs and you have that Regardless if you're talking or not. You just say, hey, Dad, yeah. here's your personal driver. Don't go to jail. Yeah. Brother, I mean, don't say another word on media and, or you're and, done. And to, or, to, or, you're not, or you're not at my house. And to be fair, th- I will say this. There, that could very well be the case that Patrick Mahomes did get a driver for his dad. Yeah, and true. his dad you know, only has him. I'm and then not he got in the him. car and drove. Because that could definitely have happened. Yeah. So I just I'm don't just want saying, the so I don't want to. Well, All right, so yeah, let's go. The, not, anyway, a good, the Bells, not a good look. The Super Bowl, we've talked about the Super Bowl. So this one, what are we on to now? Let's talk about the game. All right, let's We're going to go. talk about the game. Because um, I'm going to do my quick take on that, and then Big Dog's got to go do something. Oh, Big Dog, one other quick question what? for you, Super Bowl, <sighs> since you're the music man. Let's go. Best Super Bowl halftime uh, sure. ever. Oh, Usher? best one? Oh, best Usher, one. Oh, Usher best. Usher performing oh, best. this time. <laughs> no, no, so. of all, uh, yeah, of all time. Oh, boy. Actually, I got a hand... It was Lady Gaga. Was I? I'm a Gaga fan because she's so damn talented. I'm not. I don't like her, love her stuff. Big, but she's big Gaga. But guy. no, no, she sheer performance was crazy. Coming in through the roof of the damn place, that was that was dangerous. She did it two two times. But I'm gonna say probably. Let's did the go. Who have a good halftime show? The, no, I think it was it's Paul rolling. McCartney, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it may have Paul been. McCartney. All right. Too bad they haven't let Creed don't perform head, the Super You don't Bowl. even know who he is. Let's right. talk about the game. We we did a, a kind of a early breakdown of it. I don't know. I think this is going to be. Don't shake your head. I'll come over there and I'll slap the <laughs> shit out of you. I think this so. is going to be interesting. I, I The more, maybe I'm just overthinking this the way I did earlier with the Ravens and the Chiefs. The more I think about it, the more I think this is actually going to be a tight game. I, I just. No, it's not. I don't know. I. I. You know, looking at the Chiefs, like, okay, what was their path here? They beat a bad, banged-up Miami team in negative-degree weather at home, okay? They beat a Bills team who I've said is overrated all season long. And then in the Ravens game, obviously, they were the better team all game, but it it seemed like that was a product of just horrific game planning. I think you're overthinking it. By the Ravens. Yeah, I'm not too. saying – look, I'm picking – I think it's going to be a close look, game. Look, I'm picking the Chiefs. I'm not saying that the Niners are going to win. I just – the more I look at those at those matchups, I'm like, I just don't know what are – if the Chiefs are that good. I, I really don't. I think that they just kind of got a very lucky little run. Yeah. I don't know. I, but I, I agree with you. I think the game's going to be fairly close. I don't think it's going to be a blood either way. But the one thing I will say is – uh, if you look at if you're if you're going by pass, the Chiefs' path was way. I mean, the the Niners oh, yeah. played two games at home that they probably should have lost to the Packers and no, Detroit. I agree. And in the Bills, the Bills and the Ravens are better than both those. Two. I mean, you can make an argument that Detroit's better than the Bills. Yeah, I don't that's think fine. I don't think the Bills that's, are better than that's Detroit. That's fine, but I they're mean, about the same. The Ravens are definitely yeah. the best team, and they the are. Ravens. Yeah, but if you think about it, the, the 49ers with a better defense now, Casala was there. Went went to the Super Bowl. And they're not much, a better defense now. They're horrible no, this year. No, they're number one in defense this year. No, 
Turner is the San Francisco's defense good this year? No, no, year? no. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. The Chiefs is, have a better defense. Is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is a better defense, but but they have a better defense. The Chiefs have a better defense, but the 49ers defense right now is playing. I mean, as far as the the way that they attack, the players that they have, to me, I think they're a stronger defense, and and the Chiefs are going to have a little bit of a problem there on um, on paper. On paper, the, the Niners' line. defense is better than the more Chiefs. talented. Yeah, not on better. paper. On well, paper, I'm not talking so my, about stats wise. I'm just saying, like, if you're building a defense, defensive yeah. players, that the the Niners have a much better defense. But the Niners' Kelsey's, defense has looked really bad lately. Looked Kelsey's not going to do what he's on them. Oh yeah, at yeah. All. 100, no. 130 no. yards. So, so the bottom line is, let's just let's get down to who we think is going to win and why. And who's going to be the MVP? Chiefs are going to win the game because they have Patrick Mahomes, and Patrick Mahomes is going to be the MVP. I'm really going out on limbs there. I wonder just what I think is going to happen. I mean, look, if the Chiefs win, the odds that they don't give it to Mahomes are like yeah, Kelsey's going to have to have a game where he's know, targeted eleven Kelsey. times again, no drops. But here's and, my yeah. that's my my point is though. I think to me is like okay if. Even if Kelsey does that, I just think they give it to Mahomes anyway, they which probably, is stupid. Uh, but like that's that's the case. Now, I think what might be a uh, interesting bet would be looking at like I wonder what CMC is for Super Bowl MVP. Just because I would assume Purdy would be the favorite because the the quarterback is often the MVP. That might be a good bet if because I think the only way the 49ers win is if they run the ball the whole game and give the ball to him a ton. I think if they try to throw the ball, they They're have no shot. Throw the ball I don't think they have any shot. Them. No, the, the Chiefs secondary is their strength. Where you can beat them is their run defense, and the Ravens didn't do that. I think Shanahan's going to run the ball a ton in this one. I'm going to take the Chiefs to win. I don't... I'm rooting for the Niners. I bet on the Chiefs because I just believe they're going to win early, early in the in the first beginning of the first week after the AFC and NFC titles. But I, I think... Uh, I think the Chiefs are, are probably going to win, but I, I think it's going to be much tighter than people think. 49ers are going to win. McCafferty will get the MVP. That's that it? simple. Sweet. I mean, that's how simple. That's I don't a think, I don't think I've ever. I don't, I don't think I've ever. You're, you're like at a loss for words there. You yeah. usually talk for a, a long time. You no, know, he, he's, he's not been very good on that. We need to get him off camera pretty quickly. I, here. Think, it, I think it's <laughs> going to be. This guy off I show. will say, too. I think it's going to be – I don't think it's a blowout either way. I think the game's decided within seven points either way. I don't see either of the teams blowing each other out. Um, but I, I do think the Chiefs, like I said, win a close one. But, I mean, you got the Niners. And, the, Super uh, Bowl, the Super Bowl always is a funky play. There's going to be some play that one team makes that turns the momentum. So I'm going to go with that play. will be to the Chiefs' advantage. I agree with that. It would be Purdy making a mistake, maybe McCafferty getting injured, something like that. But I think it also could be Kelsey. I, that, that 49ers team is brutal when they hit you. I, I, I don't know if y'all watch. Like, you know, I watch. I watch the tackle, the actual event. And I see the brutality the slot, the of them, the physicality knockers. of them. And I think they're going to stick it to the Chiefs. All right. So Andy's going to go out. Mahomes is going to go back to dysfunction and the crazy wife and the oh. brother and the dad and all that crap. And then hopefully Andy will retire so we can see the true Mahomes. Is this, would this, this would be. This would be, I, I think you're about to get into it right now. They were just talking about it. I forget what show it was talking about it. I don't watch the shows like your dad. I was just skipping through something. They said uh, this five-year stretch, like if the Chiefs win this game, yep. is better than the, the Patriots. I was going to ask that question. It, by, I don't think by, it is. No, no, I'm just saying. 
by the numbers by two games. It's very, very close. Oh, and it's I see. It's because they added games to the regular season. Right. But the AFC championship are the same, and then the Super Bowl wins would be the same right. if they did. And they would have, like, two more regular season wins. But uh, I'm with you. I still think the Patriots, uh, you know, are uh, probably a little bit more impressive, but I don't know. I mean, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're impressive. Chiefs would have to literally, to me, win three more. Win this one and two more or even be in the conversation. This is the bottom they line. They won six. We're bottom just talking line. five-year stretch. Yeah, I know, I but I'm just saying, saying in they're, general, like, I, even, I just. Even Portnoy, who's just a diehard Patriots guy, was like, look, they're obviously not there yet, the Chiefs, but for people that talk about the conversation, like, usually I would just tell them to fuck off, and he's like, no, you you can have the conversation now, especially if they win the game and they win a couple more. But he goes, yeah, I mean, obviously he's a he's he's sticking with the Patriots and Tom Brady. So. This is this is the farce about Pop and Belichick. Belichick, top recruiting older staff did his most of his picks that he got right were older guys he had. Now, granted, he brought him in. Granted, he had him. These were old school guys, line coaches, defensive line coaches. No one talks about how much time Tom Brady had. All these are the, the underlings that he had. Andy Reid, I'm going to make this one short, yeah. Andy Reid is by far, in my opinion, saw it with Donovan McNabb, told this when you were young, no, we're not going to win that division for a long time. He's incredible. That coach turned around that team immediately, turned around Kansas City immediately. Bill Belichick could not go into the Falcons and turn them around immediately. He doesn't have the talent acquisition mindset, mind, nor does Pop. And he, he's just a good coach with the right system. And he did create the, the, the staff that made it work. He also created the staff of his, his siblings, I mean, his sons, rather, and all his relatives and the new one. That's why it's stinking. Bottom line, Andy Reid is a better coach than Bill Belichick. Hands, no, I'm sorry, hands down. He takes teams like Donovan McNabb and turns him into, and you know, they win Super Bowls. The bottom line is I take Andy Reid over him any day, any day. Plus, look at the no, recruiting. You take him over him today, not in the past. No, You're wrong. I swear to you. When Andy took over the Eagles, and you could see immediately the innovations that he was doing to the Cowboys. I'd watch him and go, God, he's an incredible coach. No, no, no lie. Back then, I thought this guy's amazing. He's just underrated. He's underrated. And by the way, he's not underrated. I, well, well, yeah, kind of, because it's Belichick, and everyone talks about that. But the bottom line. Is, and we are prisoners of the moment. If you look back at the Dolphins teams or the Steelers, Bradshaw and, and Chuck Noll, come on. That's in the that's that's probably the best team I've ever seen. That defense, the Steelers defense with Bradshaw, Lynn Swan, all those guys, forget it. Stallworth, they were the best. I, you never seen anything like them. They were like gazelles down the field. Uh, ridiculous. But my and the, and the, back then, Terry Bradshaw got his teeth knocked out. Okay, that was a slobber fucking knocker. One other quick, but I'm football. saying no one. Everyone under, underestimates Andy Reid. I never have. I've always said he's great. That's why I think. But Patrick Mahomes has inherited and run that system. He's got a got it in his mind now. Give me the play. He knows the system. So I will give Patrick for studying the system. Bottom line is, I hate to admit it, but Andy's. Uh, I, I never liked Belichick anyway. A better, better coach. That's my take. I swear. They're I both. By they're it. both great coaches, and both of them had great quarterback so i mean that that's probably the the real factor that if, if they don't get mahomes or brady neither of them are even in the conversation i agree right? you but, have the a point, good conversation. but the point is is that is that you got to think about it brady had to have a lot more granted around him mahomes is mobile but what i'm saying is 
the systems, the offensive systems that he has, Mahomes, hold on, are hold way on, more on. advanced did than Belichick just say ever that, had. Did you just say that Brady had more around him than Mahomes does? No, I'm saying as far as protection, Brady could sit in the pocket all day because he couldn't run. So they they built the line. No one talks about the – I've been talking about for 12, 15 years. No one talks about how much time and how much Brady could sit there. Dallas's offensive line's the top in the league. Everybody, the Patriots had the best offensive lines ever. Ever. The old man, the white-haired guy that went out and found those players for Bill, genius. He retired four years ago. Look at him. You could, you'd could, have had that offensive mindset behind Mac Jones, and it might have been 30, he might have been 40% better. But Bill Belichick drafted kickers, bad receivers in the last seven years, didn't recruit well. His staff deplenished, retired actually, and they have a chart that they show it. It was like call and put it on. Where this, when the guys went, the players went. Brady was left with nothing because Bill Belichick can't recruit, just like the San Antonio Spurs. Look at him now. Go ahead. Uh, did either of you guys waste your time? What what the hell do they do in the uh, Pro Bowl now? What is it? It's flag, flag football. Because I'm looking on ESPN right now. It's 64 59. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. You know what's even stupider about that or dumber? But it's like, why would you? And they have it in Orlando now. If I was the players, I'd be like, yeah, I do it. I'll do it, but I want to go to fucking Hawaii. I know. Why <laughs> like, would they move it? I have no idea, but well, I, I don't it's know. It's That's actually thing. a cool hotel, though. It's the same thing as, like, why would you put it in between Super Bowl week? Like, why not make it at the end after the Super Bowl? Like, I didn't even watch. I didn't even know it was this weekend. I did, but I didn't pay attention to it. Put it after the Super Bowl when there's nothing to look forward to. People might actually watch it at that point. Plus... It just it just makes no sense because you have the best players from the best two teams not playing in it, you need and they might actually they might actually play in it if it's a flag football type deal. I don't like that, but like it's not like after the Super Bowl where you're playing a ceremony full, where you're playing a full on like collision game where you're not gonna play in it. So if you want the best players there, if you want to make it entertaining, don't put it in between the Super Bowl. It makes no sense to do Monday that. Monday night ESPN Pro Bowl ceremony. Get rid of all of it. You get better ratings. No Pro one watched ceremony. it. Yeah, just have the players come up like an ESP oh, awards. God. You just have just some horrific have takes them today. Walk I mean, out. seriously, you say best player, uh, best podcast. All right, uh, all right. enough, enough. Now, um, commentator. Yeah, special I mean, guest. I, I, I certainly wouldn't watch that either. I'll walk but, up. I mean, the flag football game is stupid. <laughs> stupid. No, no. I mean, I'm just stupid. saying, do something with it. Yeah. Bring somebody on that can draw power. Have a host that draws power that people want to see. Some huge, com some great comedian that people are hot at that moment that everybody wants to see. Have a musical guest. Have Taylor Swift come on and play the show. I'll get, that'll get you 300 million people watching. I feel like if you're going to do something like the Pro Bowl like that, I'm a genius you would at this shit. Fucking big brain shit right now. He here. needs to leave. Taylor he's ruining Swift. the show. No, he's ruining the show today. I don't hey, like how the show's hey, going. I will say this. Uh, if, if they did do flag football, you know, which I, I think is stupid, they should do something along the lines of a, uh, you know how the NBA has that stupid celebrity game? If you did have random celebrities out there, that actually like would teams, be fun. and you watch Kevin Hart's little ass out there trying to catch a pass, I would <laughs> yeah. probably tune in to see that. If they but did tackle, I would really tune oh, yeah. in to see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the problem is they're, they're trying... With women, too. Men and women, co-ed. They want the, equality, please. all right? The pro, the so <laughs> let's, let's hit everybody equal. Yes. Yeah, let's get a women's football league. That'll take off. They already have hey, that. Well, they need to put them on there. Hey, 
put them on their prime time. Put it's like on, arena league. It's like women's arena no, league. No, that doesn't know. You want to see a slobber knocker for one. Your dad. So, hey, but the bottom line is this. That's my point, though. You're not going to tune in on a Sunday or a Saturday or a Friday night. So blow that off. There's no Sunday people getting up watching it. So put it on a weeknight. Make it an award show. Bring out entertainers, guests, whatever. You can do special things like that. Show them. They need to make it an award show. Let's go. Maybe make it paper. Now you get to see the players that got picked. Nowadays, they just, like yesterday, they announced them, oh, so-and-so Smith and this and that. Maybe so you No can one watching it, flag football. Maybe you can make it pay-per-view with strippers. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Stripper football. All right, let's go. Sorry. I mean, it just at this point, the wheels are already off. You had to add that at the end. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Are you leaving or what? I'm going to leave in a second. <laughs> he's got he's got more to say now. I got more to say. Uh, let him, I want to say him, one, let him one get, last let thing. Him at least get some kind of rant in here. One, and then one you, last you thing. You can cut what you need to cut. This is One perfect. last thing. Bathe the scooter so I can see myself. So yeah, I can't see he the needs, camera. He hasn't been um, checking his uh, face. So, but, the, so the bottom line is. I'm going to need a fucking cigarette break so, after this. So, so, I mean, he's getting on my nerves so bad. So, so, <laughs> I'm ready to fucking no. just jump out of my skin. I can't even pay attention. So so listen, I'm I'm making the show today. I mean, if you're not me on here, you got, you got nothing going on. Some serious star power. Yeah, thank you. So the bottom line is, um, number one, my only take this week, and I've got some more coming next week. You watch because bas- basketball is coming up, right? I will pick the winner of the tournament, number one. So we're doing foreshadowing here as to what's coming on the Didn't show. Didn't you win the um, tournament challenge last year? No, God yeah. damn it. Yeah, ago. two years he ago. He did not win. Ago. I won and he didn't pay. He did. So, swear to he God, ne- I won. Did swear you to enter? God. Hold on. Did you, did you enter with money? Did you pay money to enter? I said, give me the 50 bucks. Did, did, you, did you pay yes, money to yes, enter? Yes, I did. You swear to God? Yeah, I paid the money. <laughs> did you say, I swear to God, I yes, entered? Yes, I did. You can't you won't say so it. There the you go. You just, so the bottom line is, <laughs> I will He always it, fills out multiple brackets. He fills out multiple brackets, multiple brackets and then finish. he doesn't the first round. pay. And if one of them wins, he won the bracket challenge. Did I win the tournament that day? No. Did you say I won? I have a recording of you. You did not win because you didn't enter. Thank you. Did I pick the team that won? So what? You didn't Thank enter. You. you didn't pay. You didn't Thank win. You. You Sorry. Who'd you pick? Uh, who was that year? Kansas. <laughs> Kansas. No, it was Duke. In your, was third, it Duke? In your third bracket. In third Kansas bracket. No, I only had one bracket. Who won last year? <laughs> I don't know. UConn did. But I will UConn, tell you this. Yeah. Every UConn. year it is funny because you do. I will say this. This is great. We're always watching, <laughs> uh, watching, watching the games and they're having a good time. You do this every year. You have your first bracket, Thank like you. sitting there. Thank and you. And then you slowly like walk over to the printer after the first wave of games are gone. And, you, and, you, and then you reestablish no. Listen, those little fruitcake games. You don't have time for those, right? Yeah. You, you see, then when you get it to the final 32, Shit, yeah. no one can beat this guy. No, okay? that's fucking but the right, first baby. 64, he doesn't pay attention to the little first perfect bracket yes. in American history. Actually, that's a good point. Warren Buffett owes you like a billion. Thank you. Like I almost had a perfect a, bracket. Yeah, no shit. But, it, but I'll pick the winner of that. So you want to get your bets out when I when I start picking these the, games. The I've been watching last a little year. Bit more. You picked Arizona last year. No, lost in the first no, round. I did not pick Arizona. Yes, you did. No, I did not. You're yes, lying. You did. You're lying. So okay. the bottom line: don't lie to these this audience. Let me do. Let's say it this way. If anybody's do the lying, it's going to be me. So the bottom line is this. That's number one. The tournament's coming up. Number two, uh, I'm going to be picking a lot of NBA games, and there's nothing I know better than NBA basketball. I'm a guru of basketball. Uh, number one, number two, well, Adam it, Silver's ruined this league. They love ruined. him. They just gave him an extension. Yeah, I know. And the bottom line is this. Get rid of the three-point line on the side oh, oh, of the basket. This the is the worst. stupidest no. thing. I watched a game two <laughs> nights ago, rails. literally, that all they did was dribble. This is where I am with Pop. They dribbled down 
pass the ball to the side. The six foot ten forward shot the ball. There was no plays, no inside, no kickbacks, no pick and rolls. Dribbled down 12 times, I counted. Passed the ball either in and out to the corner, shot the three. This it's was ridiculous. The, this is the worst It's take. gone. No, the, it's gone. Quiet. The worst There's take. ratings, really, because the ratings are in the tank. The, the take that he has on getting rid of the corner three is the yes. worst take he's you ever had. It. It's the worst take anyone's ever had. You remember we used to play, we played basketball in St. Paul's gym. That's how it was like in middle school. Like they didn't, the court was too small. So they had the fucking corner three cut I off. Love it. Shall, yeah. That's what he thinks that we should play like for fucking NBA games. Like don't have a corner three. Like, ah, it's fine. Just like make it out of bounds right there. What in the world? No, Worst no take I've threes. ever heard. Also shout out to the uh, greatest middle school basketball coach of all time. Kevin McLaughlin <laughs> really knows how to coach the kids up. Yeah, I can't do and insurance. Can you some, can't. <laughs> his insurance. Yeah, that listen, might expire. Let's go. Trying to get a sponsorship here. You've oh, You've already Kevin's said the it. fucking best. Well, I love you, Kevin. Hey, let, oh no, my God! But let me tell you, you need a new roof. No, did, he'll he, get you a new roof. No, he was. He is good. Don't, let me tell you about something about Kevin. I will say, you know, Kevin's first client when he opened the Lincoln Heights office in 1991. This guy right here, right here, number one. And, and all these people went to St. Pius. I don't think a lot of them are with Kevin because they've they've either they're older, they're not needing as much insurance or whatever. I've been with him for the probably the longest of not of anybody, but I guarantee if probably anybody since they opened that office. So there's loyalty there. He needs to throw. So he you needs some a sponsorship. Kind of, yeah. He needs to now throw. Now he won't lift his wallet party. out, and I could beat the shit out of him. I just texted him yesterday. Yeah. I could beat the shit out of him on anything. But as far as like, as far as um, him, well, what actually, we should do, what we should do is have. He's just. He just. They got to film him. each other play one on one. Well, no, no. They'll just or they could just fight. And whoever, if if my dad wins, and he has to give us a sponsorship, that's a good deal right there. Yeah. Uh, but but the bottom but the bottom line is is if you look at the NBA seriously. It is so boring. You can't watch a regular season game. The tournament thing, average. They, oh, we picked up a lot of viewership. Come on, man. You got to go to a tournament. You know, I got something going on wrong. If you got to go to an, a beginning or mid-season tournament, number one, get rid. All right, well, then what are you going to do? So you're going to let the basketball game go to dribble down, take three-pointers? That's what, that's going to be the NBA. Well, it's already been that way for so what are they five gonna, years. They're losing viewership. Well, no I one's mean, watching regular season basketball. All the players. So you all, all have the a podcast to do. What are you going to talk about during basketball well, season? That's going to be a struggle. But Thank you. That's why I need to come on more, create content for you guys. That's right. I can see. I can name the basketball players that have more than twelve kids each one. Also, Go ahead, name them. Also, though, let's let the people know. Um, when did you win MVP at Spurs camp? 70, 76. Best in San Antonio. Thank you. If he didn't pursue, pursue, pursue music, oh. he would have been Steve Nash. I was getting recruited. Steve Nash. I was getting recruited. George Carl was there. George Carl. Yep. James Silas. Kobe Dietrich. Okay. Big stars. Big stars. Yeah, he he played intramural basketball in high school because yeah, he played high school he couldn't basketball. Make the team. Oh, you out of your my god! That's, no, that's the legitimate truth. There. Did you play on the team? Yes. Oh, you I did. did? Yes. For how long? Two years. Oh, you liar. You're such a liar. You can't even keep a straight face. I did. Why are you laughing? I quit quit junior year. He, uh, you quit junior year. You you told me you played half of a year. No, that's right. I played freshman and half of sophomore. Oh, you such a, you lie. No, I played sophomore. I played sophomore. took up too much of your life. You're making too much money. I was playing gigs at 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 12, and by, by eight, by 16, I was making cash. I want to let's Major talk. Cash. Let's talk. Since Straight we're cash, already homie. here, let's talk a little bit about the NBA. I, I know. Right, so there's nothing, y'all. Y'all, I'm gonna I'm gonna check out now. But I'm telling you, the NBA is a fucking disaster. Okay, go, go. No, not yet. 
I got to make the show yeah, a little better. Yes, let, let them talk some NBA action. You've ruined the whole show. How today. Have I I'm dead it? serious. How? It, the show has been it's been horrible because of you. Well, let's there's just no say. content. Nothing is nothing's entertaining whatsoever. Just you spouting bullshit. You you talk there's no bullshit. Ninety percent of the podcast has been you talking. I don't think we've said a word. Sometimes you just got let big dog ramble, bro. That's what, that's what the people online want. <laughs> Give the fucking people what they want. All right? Uh, now, I'll, I'll just say one thing about the NBA. Okay, all right. Y'all have to... The, the coming up shows about the NBA, you're going to have to find something. Seriously, when you have to dig for something interesting about the NBA, it's bad. You already have 80 games, which is enough, but you've got to dig deep. But I will say this: the Lakers and LeBron and them are over. That's that. If I them, if I'm the Lakers, I trade him. They won't. I would get rid of him. And um, watch out for Minnesota. All right, all right. There you have it. All right, leave. No, not yet. You can't. You know what's hilarious is if you you don't know your father at this point. Thank but if you, you actually no, ask, know. if you actually ask him to leave, he'll never leave. If you say stay here and give us some more segments, think about how go, delusional. I gotta get the fuck out. Think of about here. how delusional that is. That's awesome. That's how what delusional makes you, your dad. He your dad. He's, he's absolutely delusional. Listen, I mean, I, if this is how he picks the players that he likes. If I say I don't like a player, that's the player yeah. that he likes. All right, listen. If I say a team sucks, that's his favorite team. Uh, agree. If I say leave, he's he's literally the most fucked up person no, that I've ever listen, met. No, he's got serious please, fucking mental listen, issues. Please, I'm please, dead serious. You're y'all joking. I'm dead serious over here. This okay. guy Mental issues. All right, listen. This is what we're gonna. Put. I'm the most intelligent, is- mentally <laughs> mentally rounded person there ever is. Okay, I, I, I have the best the, words, I the and I don't like people to get captured. Yes, okay, right. Let's go. Uh, okay, big dog. This is gonna be it for you. We're gonna give you the six games tonight. Thank you. And we're gonna just That's pick it. them. That's it. We're That's gonna give them the six games. I exit with the groin pull. Y- yes, in that, that one. Okay. Okay. We'll keep his record throughout the year. These are random big dog NBA Thank plays. You. Now we're uh, doing what I do best. Charlotte versus LA tonight. Who do we like? Where they're playing? I gotta know real At quick. Charlotte. Uh, Clippers or Lakers? Lakers. Lakers. Charlotte's gonna win that game. Okay. Cleveland. Twelve and a half point underdogs. Yeah, Cleveland at home for Sacramento. They're gonna they're gonna beat Sacramento. Sacramento's oh. having a hard okay. time. Okay, Cleveland's gonna win that one. Philly. Versus Dallas. They're done. They're done. Dallas is going to kill them. Okay. Atlanta versus your L.A. Clippers. No. Bearded Monster. No, no, no. My Where? L.A. Bearded Clippers. Monster. I know. He's doing good. He's no. fourth quarter. He had, uh, he had 30 it. points yesterday. 30. Dylan, he did not have 30 points. He had like 19. 20, no, what do you, I watched the game. He made the last three. I watched the game. Golden, Golden State, Brooklyn. No, no. Hold on. Where's okay. the Clippers game? It's at Atlanta. But the Bearded Monster's no, got but, him. No, the, Please. Uh, That'd be actually a pretty good game, and I'm going to pick the Clippers. Okay. You forget he likes Trey Young because I said he sucks, so that's uh, yeah. why he has to pick them. Okay, too. Golden State at Brooklyn. Harden had 21 last night. Thank Brooklyn's you. Brooklyn's they're in the tenth spot. Brooklyn they were in the tenth. Look gonna at go this guy. Them. He knows the fucking uh, standings. The odds that are actually Golden in the tenth spot are, are like one. No, they are in the tenth spot. Golden State. They Toronto were. at New Orleans. Toronto's done. New Orleans is going to win. All that right, game. there's a six big. And the only one. I'm, what locks. was the first game that I was kind of the, the Charlotte one? Oh, he's switching the Lakers. No, now. no, I don't think he heard their 12 point dog. They traveled and they're playing tonight so that's a back-to-back i don't think oh. lebron will play okay so if he plays damn who knew he had so much nba knowledge that's I, I, more than me honest to god i have charlotte no I'm, I'm a i'm a guru i i'm i i like i'll you know but i will say the quote of the year before i leave is chris broussard we have to talk about that on the next show when he said he put his 
Oh, don't cousin say down. it. I'm not. I know. When he I, put his cousin down. Nick, I what? James, I is think, the I, man retarded? I mean, the, the, is, the, I mean, shouldn't use that word, but sure. Developmentally yeah. disabled? Sure. Let, oh, me, let, let me apologize for using that word. Oh. I, I have a, a my first cousin. I, we just put him to... He died a few months ago, a month or two ago. He was developmentally disabled, so it, I didn't. I, I, think, I didn't mean to use of that course. word. No, that's, that is the best quote. Ever. That's the best quote, and I can't believe he still has a job. Okay. Did he, if I said that, did he say the R word? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. He, did. he goes. I had one that we had to. Look, my cousin's my cousin's from... mentally disabled, and we had to, you know, put him down. I, I mean, uh, you hey, know, dog, your yeah. trash is in here. Please respect the studio. You're gonna knock the fucking light oh, over. Respect the studio, Jesus big Christ. dog. Your studio. All right. Great show. <laughs> Great show, big dog. Electric. Are we, pa- hold on, are we pausing or are we going to keep going? Uh, yeah, let me, let me get a drink real quick. Sorry. I've already polished off this 50-ounce Diet Pepsi. A few moments later. Let me explain something. If I did this fucking thing alone, this thing would go through the roof. In fact, we'd be on the Oprah Network, Okay. The bottom, <laughs> we'd be on the Oprah Network, ESPN, everywhere. Number one, the show needs me. You need guys like me on the front line, okay? You need, you can't handle the truth, and I give you guys the truth, all right? You need me, because I'm out there on the front fucking lines making it all go down, and this damn slobber knocker podcast wouldn't do shit without me, all right? So I'm going to do a groin pull. What am I waiting for? Well, I mean, I'm, there's nothing else to say. The show needs me. Without me, there's no charisma energy. So, bottom line is, you, like I said, the third time, you need guys like me out there on the line. It's people because of me who make these things great. You can't handle the fucking truth. All right? Because I give you people the truth. You don't literally, you give no facts, you give no stats, you give Are nothing. You, am I always right? It's, That's no, the wrong line. Half the shit I can you assess spout talent is just straight. Anybody. You just straight gibberish. You just. Quarterback you just, guru, NBA guru. Predicted I would the love to know, like, I would love to hear how you re- rebut this. The fact that you literally pick players based on who no, I do not I like. do not do that. Oh, you don't? I pick players based every solely on Every single quarterback, every single Turner's basketball player. Literally, he told Turner. Remember this. He Trey, literally. Trey scores we thirty points watching, again. You're just wrong about we him. We were watching. Sorry. You're wrong uh, about James Harden, MVP. You're wrong. About I'm not Trey wrong Young. about James Harden. Everybody thinks he sucks. It doesn't matter. We were literally watching a college basketball game in the tournament last year. Providence was playing, and I said a kid sucked. The kid was like their third string center yeah. who played two minutes I a game. He's going small. I said he was horrible, and he said he will be drafted in the pros and bet me a hundred dollars that Thank he would. You. The kid is working construction hey. now. He's an. No, he's you're not. an idiot. You're lying. You're an idiot. All right. Thank God. Thank God Big Dog is gone. Uh, he was really getting on my fucking nerves today. Um, I, I, I've i never felt. a lot of nerve talking I've never about Big felt, Dog that way. Like, like we joked that he hijacks the show, but that was a true hijacking. That was an actual hijack of the show. Um, let's talk. <laughs> I got I got some Super Bowl. It, it was. It, it was. was. It, it was horrible. Um, well, I'm not, I'm not saying the far. show was horrible. I'm saying he, it was horrible to sit there and listen to him. I, maybe it's because I just have to hear it so much that it just, I have a feeling he'll be in here by the end of the show again. I, I, I hope not. Um, is there a lock on that door? Can we lock the door? Um, you locked me out of my own studio. Can we lock, can we lock that door? Yeah, trust I'll, me. I'll I'll jam something in there and break it so he can't actually open it. All right, quick. Quick Super Bowl trivia. Ready? All right, let's hear it. All right, 
what team has played in four Super Bowls but never led for a single second in any of those games? And then the hint, my hint to you, well, I'll let you go, and then I'll give you a hint if you can't get the first one. I, I think I know. Here's my hint. The one you're thinking of is not it. Yeah, I, I knew it wouldn't be the Bills. That's who you're to, thinking they, of. They had to have a lead at some point. So this team's played in four Super Bowls and never had a lead. And they're um, an NFC team. I'm going to say... You want choices? Yeah, you could you could make them fake multiple choice for me. But I think I can, I think okay. I can come up with them. It's just... Green Bay Packers, <sighs> Minnesota Vikings, Carolina Panthor, Panthers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So my original guess after I said Bills was going to be Panthers, but they haven't played in four Super Bowls, have they? Is that right? Is that how you that's think? That's my guess. I don't. No, think it is the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. I'm shocked I, I, when I saw what, that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think that they had been. Obviously, they've been around longer than the Carolina Panthers, so that would have been the logical guess. Yeah. But I know the Panthers lost a couple Super Bowls. I, right? I was that was crazy. <laughs> I I thought Panthers was a was a good guess. Uh, what this one's an easy one. What two teams are tied for the most Super Bowl wins? And how many have they won? It's uh, the Niners and the Steelers, right? Patriots and the Steelers. Oh, sorry. Patriots, Steelers. Patriots, Steelers. It's uh, six. Six. Niners yeah. have five. Yeah, they yeah. passed the Niners. Niners and Cowboys have five. Um, okay, <laughs> see if you can get this one. This one's a tough one. Name the four teams that have never played in a Super Bowl. Here's The hint is there are three in the, NF- three in the AFC, one in the NFC. Um, okay. Two are in the same AFC division. Yeah. So it's the it's the Texans. Yep. And the um Jaguars. Yep, that's two. And then in the one more in the AFC. One more AFC one in the NFC. One in the, NFC. the Lions. Lions. I've never been there. Three and, the for three. and then the last one in the AFC uh Don't ever think it. Chargers? No. Browns. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, sorry. AFC. AFC. Yeah, Browns. No, no, that was AFC. Chargers are AFC. Yeah, Chargers are AFC. Right, Browns. Um, yeah, that's Browns. That's crazy they haven't played in one Not fucking one Super Bowl. Super Bowl. That's, that's crazy, yep. yeah. Okay, easy one here. This should be an easy one. What two teams were playing in the Super Bowl that had an accidental blackout? Oh, that was the the uh, Niners and Ravens. Niners and Ravens, yep. yep. Okay. The, uh, where were they? Were they playing in New Orleans? They were. I think they were playing in New Orleans. Yeah, because I remember the jokes going about the yeah the Superdome just being an absolute shithole. Okay, where what what city has hosted the most Super Bowls? Los Angeles. Mm-mm. No. Miami with eleven. Okay. New Orleans is second with ten. I'm actually not sure how many Los Angeles is. Um, just figured like older ones and like damn, Miami's hosted eleven Super Bowls. Jeez. Eleven Super Bowls. Um. Okay. One. We'll go. We'll go. Uh. Two more. What college has produced the most quarterbacks to start in a Super Bowl? Hint, it is in the Pac-12. Yeah. Um, this one shocked me. Cal Golden Bears. Cal Golden Bears, you got baby. Goff, you have Rodgers, you have Elway. Or no, I, sorry, not Elway. Um, Goff, Rodgers, and uh, who was the who Joe was? Cap. Okay, I didn't know him. Craig Morton. Yeah. I didn't know these other three. Obviously, I Vince Farragamo. Elway went to Stanford. Yeah. Um, and that's the the crazy band on the field. Fun fact. Fun yeah. fact. Bama has had four quarterbacks play in the Super Bowl. The only one to not win it, one read Jalen. Jalen Hurts, the only Alabama quarterback to play in a Super Bowl and lose it. So there's a They'll good one. They'll probably for... have the record here pretty quick uh, over Cal, you'd <laughs> yeah. think, in the next Yeah, they years. will. Um, okay, last one. What is the most 
points a team has ever been favored by in a Super Bowl? I'm going to say... <sighs> if you get within three, it's a correct answer. Man, some of the older ones, I don't know. Teams it's are Super Bowl gonna... three is yeah, the is okay. Super Bowl. I'm, I'm going to say 19 points. 19 and a half. That's oh, pretty okay. damn good. I would have guessed, yeah, I was just maybe getting within three. I was yeah. like, there's probably... The the Jets were a 19 and a half point dog against the Baltimore Colts. And that's Colts, when they won. And they won 16 to seven. Yep. Johnny Unitas versus Joe Namath, right? I, I think that is actually Johnny correct. Johnny U. Um, all right, let's uh let's move on to some basketball here. We I know we were talking about the NBA before Big Dog tragically left us. Um, we'll talk about let's talk about the Spurs. Look, here's the thing that just I, there's a problem here. We were looking at this last week, and it was like, man, the Spurs are on a two game winning streak. This is this is awesome. Uh, you know they're playing good basketball. The, it was so disturbing to watch them play. I believe it was the Pelicans. The other was it the Pelicans? I think the other night they were up by three with under 40 seconds to go and blew the lead and lost. Victor Wimanyama did not get a shot the final seven minutes. Did not touch the ball the last five possessions except for an attempted tip-in off of a miss. Listen to this shit. Devin Vassell shot six times in the final seven minutes. Trey Jones shot five times. Jeremy Sohan shot twice and Zach Collins once. Victor, not a single fucking shot. I don't care. The, The game was on the line. It was a tie. You watched it, right? Yeah. We were up by fucking one and had the ball, and we could have run the clock basically down to like four seconds. I think there was a four-second difference. And Trey Jones holds the ball the entire possession and shoots and misses a layup, and then they go. Zion goes down and scores for the Pelicans and beats us at the buzzer. Uh, I'm sorry, beats us with a few seconds left. Then the last play was drawn up for Devin Vassell to shoot a 37-foot three, which he fucking missed. Look, I don't Just fucking the ball care. the fucking rim. I know. I don't care if Victor <laughs> Wembanyama is guy. 0 for fucking 18, okay? If Trey Jones is wide open for a layup and Victor is wide open at half court, I'm passing it to fucking Wimby. Trey Jones is a second-rate G League player that Pop liked and decided to give a -a make-a-wish opportunity to, all right? (laughs) That's the truth of the matter. Trey Jones is a fucking bum. Devin Vassell, after the game, said, yeah, I I was open. It was a good shot. I would take it every... I would take it again if I had it. You're talking about the... The 37-footer at the buzzer that he missed. How many seconds were left when he took that? Three. Yeah, I just don't... The weird thing is, and this is where I go into... I don't even think we're trying to win because... if we were right, you would Wimby would be touching the ball more down the stretch. But that just is so stupid to me. I mean, I know that's a weird. Why would take, you? But it's like I don't. I, know, I, don't, I don't. But I, I don't, don't know that we're like I said. Like I don't think we're like actively trying to tank. But I think we're being put in situations right where Pop's like, "Hey, I'm going to let the vets get these shots." When he knows we're much better off with Wimby, you know, getting touches the final six minutes of the game. I mean, look at his stats, right? Look at him right now. 20.4 game, 10 rebounds, three assists. I don't, God knows how many blocks. Like, I think he's averaging three, right? It's two and, and a half, yeah. And that's with restricted minutes 90% of the year. Yeah. Now he's, you know, playing more. He played his first back-to-back, which I was lucky to go to. I told you I went to the game, and they somehow, I have a buddy who's got season tickets, and he's, or quarter season tickets, whatever, ticket package. Yeah. He's 0 for his last 20 at the Spurs game, which is fucking hysterical. <laughs> I've gone one time the last three years, 1-0, baby. Beat the fucking T-Wolves when they were like double-digit double underdogs, I think, in the game, and we're down double digits at halftime. Did it go to overtime? No. Um, 
we took the lead on like a Wimby ended up clanking actually two two free oh, throws. Oh, I do remember that. And the the guy I was with, my buddy Chris, was like. Yeah, man, he's like, oh, man, this is, he's a good free throw shooter. I'm like, why the fuck would you say that? He clanked both of them, and his brother has tickets right in front of him. He goes, you asshole, if they lose, this is on you. And so uh, he clanked both those, and anyway, it came down. It was a one-point game, I think, and uh, the T was had a shot to oh, yeah. for three seconds. Cat, Cat had, had a, a good, shot. good look good at look, it from yeah. three and, and missed it. Maybe they were down two and went for the win. I can't remember, but anyway, they went for the win, and uh, and then that at that point, the Spurs had won two in a row, and you're thinking – Hey, you know, they're playing the Wizards next. And oh, yeah. It, it was the Wizards, and they played someone else bad, I think, too, before the Pelicans. I don't know, but they, they had some winnable games. They had a few winnable games, and obviously it's uh, they're back on track to lose another 18 in a row. Rodeo road trip, too. They they're lost. Be gone for a month. They lost. Yeah, they lost. They played like seven straight home games just now. They lost to the Wizards. Then they lost by ten to the Magic. That was the one. Okay. Lost by a point to the Pelicans and the one I was talking about, and lost by sixteen to the to the Cavs. So four straight losses. I just to me, it's like, all right, like let's give Wimby the ball, get him some experience late in the game, making a big time shot. Oh, I what agree. are you doing? And Pop after the game was like, well, ideally we wanted the game, the ball to go to Wimby at the rim, but. uh uh, Devin decided that the shot was there. So I was like, what the fuck? Say that, like, no. Like, look, the ball needs to be in women Yama's hands. The fact that it, the only way that I understand it, and I still don't understand it, I still think it's stupid because you're you're wasting valuable experience for the kid to get shots like that, which he's going to be the guy with the ball late in games. But it just, the only thing that would make sense to me is like, all right, we're tanking and we're get, getting rid of everybody anyway. If you have Devin Vassell and you think he's going to be a part of the team going forward, the fact that he it's disturbing that he said those things after the game like i should be the one taking the shot it, since victor's left had his minutes restriction lifted he's a, uh, uh, um, he's averaging two less shots a game than devin vassell that's ridiculous i mean he should be getting 22 23 shots a game at fucking minimum vassell should be somewhere in the 14 range trey jones should be negative 1 he should be never shooting the fucking ball ever ever he's a g league player it just it's baffling to me yeah um I'm tired of it. Pop, I, I know I'm not supposed to bash Pop on the show. Uh, I be, no, my dad doesn't want me to because we're going to try and get you know some Spurs, uh, some Spurs people to come on here at some point. But to me, just oh, get, there's a, there's a lot of Spurs people that bash Pop. Get a I new, hear what you're saying. Get now. a new coach. Get get rid of this guy. I mean, it's just it's so hard to watch this shit. It makes you want to fucking throw up. I can't watch it anymore. It's so hard to watch. I want to watch and root for them. I can't do it. Uh, yeah, I'm just to the point where you're just obviously a bigger basketball fan than me. And I, I don't get me wrong. I, I was a diehard Spurs fan. And I love Monty Ginobili more than just about anybody. He's my guy. But the point is, I just, you know, I, I guess you invest the time and you want to watch the Spurs win. But I just know that they're better off losing. So I'm just like, just keep fucking losing. Hopefully we win. We get the lottery to go our way again somehow. Who knows? And like, obviously, we won the big lottery that matters last year, right? I mean, yeah. there's nobody even close to, you know, in the same stratosphere as Wimby this year. I'm not but, asking for 20, 30 wins. I'm just asking for a little bit more, just a little bit more. Get, yeah. Win the game, win a couple games that are close. I mean, right? I think, don't, don't shit away a three-point lead in the last 10 seconds of the game. I think Vex made a point where he said, you know, ideally we play these games and we lose by three or four every single time when they're competitive. And lately they, we've got a couple wins and they have been that way. That And then Cleveland killed us. But I was just looking, Cleveland's been killing fucking everybody. They're really good right they're, now. They're playing good basketball. They're up to third in the East, yeah. I think. 
But so. well, yeah, let's let's just run through some of these teams in the NBA because we're gonna we're gonna have to start talking about this. I know we're we're approaching the All Star break, um, and I know we touched on this last week. But dude, I watched. I've been trying to watch more NBA, knowing that we're gonna have to talk about it. Here. I haven't. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, I guess I'll well, have to start. Well, I'll say this: I don't know that I've seen a team as good as the Clippers in the regular season, the way they're playing right now, in a long, long time. They are playing outstanding. Like. I don't know if I've ever seen Paul George play this well. Like he's just playing complimentary basketball. Kawhi looks like a superstar again. He's healthy. If they stay healthy, I just don't see a team right now that beats them in a seven game series. It would take like, I, I don't know, like the Warriors would have to get super healthy and get back to like the form they were in two years ago when they won the title. That's the only thing I think uh, you look at some of the other teams in the West, like the teams at the top are mostly with the exception of Denver young. I mean, Oklahoma city young, Minnesota, young and probably not good enough to win seriously. The Kings, young. I think Phoenix isn't very good. I think they're overrated. The, I think it's going to come down to Clip, Clippers Nuggets, Clippers Nuggets yeah. and whenever they play, hopefully they play in the conference finals. Hopefully it's not a, a situation where they have to play before. Right now the Clippers are third, the Nuggets are fourth, but those are the two best teams in the league right now. I mean, you look at the East, Milwaukee's just, I mean, not Milwaukee, uh, Boston to me is just a bunch of frauds. I mean, Jason Tatum is, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, you know, have a great regular season again, as always, and shit yourself in the playoffs. That's what they do. Uh, they well, have no chance to win a championship. With especially that with Embiid down to, I mean, the East is, look, I get Cleveland's playing better basketball right now. They're not going to beat Boston or Milwaukee in a series in my mind. I would think that Milwaukee will come out of the East. I mean, we'll see, but uh, them are Boston in the East. In my opinion, like I said, I watch no basketball, but I just don't under the Nick, like the Knicks aren't going to be able to beat one of those teams no. in a series. I I know that, like I said, I know the Cavs are playing good basketball, but I don't think they're ready to win a series against one of those teams. But I agree with you. I don't think the Celtics will, although they're probably, and I could be wrong, but with that record, are they, I assume they're favored to get out of the East and at least either, First or second favorites to win the title, yeah, probably. They so, were I mean, for a while the favorites to win the title before before the year. I know you said the Clippers were going to win the title, but who did you have them playing against? I think I said the Bucks, but I dude, went out I on a big them. limb. I said I remember saying Nuggets and Bucks. Is that what you said? <laughs> I yeah. was like, and I'll take the Nuggets well, to beat them. I think that's still very much a possibility. I to me, I watched the Bucks last night, and I want to get into the Bucks coaching decision in, in a second when we get to our dumbass. Bring back of the Coach week. Bud, but but. To me, in fact, let's just go Let's go into that segment right now. This leads perfectly into it. We're going to do, for the first time, our new segment, Dylan's Dumbasses of the Week. I've got two. I think you have one. So I'll start us off. My my number one dumbass motherfucker of the week goes to the, the an, I, it goes to the Milwaukee Bucks management and owners. These motherfuckers fire a championship winning coach, a two-time coach of the year, a guy who's in the top 10 all-time in win percentage as a head coach in the NBA. He's won multiple championships as an assistant. He's got the pedigree. Everybody loves him. And they won a championship two and a half or three years ago, right? This is only two years in between this. And they fire the guy to hire a guy who had never been a head coach in the NBA. Coming from a team who didn't make the playoffs the previous year. It was the most, and I said it at the time, it was the dumbest fucking decision I've ever seen a professional sports team make in coaching ever. And then this past week, 
right after we shot our last episode, what do the Bucks do? They fire fucking Adrian Griffin, the head coach that they hire, not even 42 games in. And who do they go out and replace him with? Doc fucking Rivers. Doc, man. Doc fucking Rivers. And you know what? That's going to arguably make it worse. It really, I really think Has it will. Has the team brought in Austin Rivers yet? <laughs> the, the, the nepotism <laughs> is real. The nepotism are, are we is real. See Austin. Austin will be on. Uh, he'll be a, a late season acquisition for. Be... Uh, and they'll drop somebody good to pick him up and give him about nine million dollars to do it. Oh yeah. Um, that's that. Doc Rivers had one year winning a championship with a stud group in Boston and underperformed every other year of his career. He's a bum. That was a horrific, horrific move. I don't even know what you're thinking. There had to be something else going on there, but just the the to be that big of an idiot, that GM needs to be absolutely fired. Yeah, I don't know what the situation was there, but I don't know how you hire I don't know how you fire Coach Bud after a year after winning the title, right? One year after, right? Two years. Yeah, whatever. They were and they were always good. Like, what do you think bringing in another guy is gonna do? Like it's not gonna you're it's so it's 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 really really dumb. Well, and the crazy I, and, thing is, they brought him in. They brought this guy in because of Bud's struggles in the playoffs, supposedly, right? Despite going to the conference finals multiple years before and after, but it's like, okay, so you bring in a guy to replace a guy because he's had a lack of playoff success, and then you fire the guy before you get to the playoffs. It makes absolutely zero sense. Yeah, and the guy you bring in has, you know, always underachieved in the playoffs. It's just so. r- absolutely ridiculous. Uh, my dumbass of the week, Dave Canales, new head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I'm proud of him for getting his life back on track. You know, uh, I think dr- struggled with addiction and, uh, you know, was not faithful to his wife. Let him have it. And um, I'm glad he got his life on track. But what you don't do... <laughs> Is you do you do repair the relationship with your wife, but you don't co-write a book with her and publish it when you're an NFL head coach, explaining how big of a piece of shit you are, and uh, basically the ultimate apology to his wife. And now he has to live with everybody probably reading these books, and you know, like uh, Big Cat and PFT brought it up. It's like you know, that's probably a little too much information and. And Big Cat made a funny point. It's like, you finally get the job you want, but then you realize you co-wrote that book with your fucking wife and everybody knows about it. So Dave Canales, congratulations on getting your life in track. Congratulations on uh, working for the craziest owner in the NFL. And um, But you are my dumbass of the week. They had to know, right? They had to know that book existed. Oh, yeah. They, they do a deep dive. But, I mean, listen, like I said, the guy got his life on track. It's just, you know, if, if Big Dog was in here, he would say, you don't be a pussy and co-write a book <laughs> with your wife as an apology. You just apologize in private. And, well, he would say you'd bring in strippers from that point on. But, you know, we're not going to go there. This is a this is a family show. Oh, it's Big not. Do- with Big Dog Off, family show. I, I don't agree we with should, that. But We should keep – like, you would have to, to see his, his – um, <laughs> His um, segments, you'd have to be the 18 plus. Yeah, and the yeah. other ones you could... It's got to be a separate subscription yeah. to watch Big Dog. Um, yeah, I, I that that was hilarious. I, I 
I just thought it was funny. Like, I wonder the odds of them, like, actually being like, yeah, we know he's got a book and, like, have an idea. But I wonder if somebody actually read the book, like, the way people did when it came out. That would be really funny if they didn't. It, it would be, like, a typical type of move that an NFL team would do, especially with the owner, like, Tepper, to just be like, yeah, we know he's got this. And, like, not have any idea what it actually says until they hire him. And it comes out on Twitter or Reddit or wherever it did. Because, uh, I, I mean, they were talking about it on that show, too. They're like, do we all know this is even a book? If- Have you heard the stories about Tepper, too, by the way? Like, the, like the stuff before him just being a crazy owner? You know, he—this is a great one, too. I forgot who touched on it. He got fired. His CEO that, like, he hated got fired, and he didn't like him. It's, it's something along those lines of the story. So then when he sold all his money and made his billions of dollars— the guy couldn't afford his old house anymore, and Tepper just took a bulldozer to it and ran it over. And Are then you built, fucking kidding? No, I swear to God, bulldozed his house and then built like a giant house on top of it. <laughs> the guy's a lunatic. And he's good for the league. I'm it's supp- good to have crazy. I mean, bad for the league, but for like the fan where he's throwing drinks on people and like, you know, whatever. And so Big Cat was like also saying, which I thought was fucking hilarious. He's like, dude, if that drink goes in my eyes, I'm acting like it's like, fucking ad. I mean, I'm, I'm getting every penny I can. There's no issue in an apology. And here's Panther season tickets. I'm like, look, I'll settle. I'll settle with you for 30 million. That's nothing to you. you know? <laughs> I mean, that's actually crazy. I, I'm surprised that they'll actually with all the like owner controversies they've had lately with the, what's the guy over Ursa. in Washington? Yeah. Ursa well, and what's oh, the guy no, over in Washington too? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, the Snyder family. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I'm surprised they went out and got a like allowed a controversial owner to buy a team relatively recently. Um, yeah, one last I want to give a honorable mention dumbass of the week goes to Wade Taylor of the Texas A&M Aggies, and I only know this because I had a fucking bet on the Aggies. I had a money line. Thank God I didn't have a minus three. I'd have lost my my goddamn mind. But up by one with the ball with 18 seconds to go. All they got to do is inbound the ball, and the game is over. They'll, not over, but they foul him, and you're going to go up three at the very least. He's a 90% free throw shooter. They've got multiple 90% free throw shooters on the floor. And fucking Wade Taylor, after the official tells him to hold his spot, this is after a jump ball out of a timeout. Like, in no way would, in no world would you ever think I can run the baseline. Not to mention the official told him and pointed, like, hey, you got to hold your spot. They tell you right beforehand. And this motherfucker grabs the ball and immediately runs to the side, which is a, technically a travel or a violation. And they gave the ball back to Florida. They damn near won the game. AM escaped by one at the very last second. But he is an absolute dumbass of the week. I'll put the video <laughs> up there for that. It was, I was like, uh, I was absolutely dumbfounded when he did that. It was ridiculous. Um, I guess we'll talk real quick about college basketball. Actually had a really, really a lot of good games this weekend. A crazy game last night that I caught the end of was Illinois being down 10. Illinois came back. My corn Huskers. Yeah, came back. No, Nebraska came back, right? Well, Oh, I didn't see that part. Illinois was down early, came back to cut it to like whatever at halftime. Then with two minutes and 30 seconds left, I think Illinois was up up 10. They were up 10. Nebraska goes on an 11-0 run to go up fucking one somehow. And then Illinois, you're like, oh, well, you know, it's going to end here. Illinois gets fouled, and the guy splits the free throws. And 90% then Illinois, free throw Yeah, shooter. and then Illinois won an OT. But it, that was a classic, crazy college basketball game. Dude, and, and uh, in that game, did you think that was a foul at the end? The, the, the final foul on Nebraska? It was questionable. I, I, I mean, thought I, it was very ticky-tack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they usually you don't. You don't like if that game's played at Nebraska, they probably never call that right. It's right. Like the the but, benefits of having home court. 
Look, I'm going to say this now so I have it on record. Look out for Nebraska in the tournament. As long as they've got a decent little matchup and they're in their mini region, um, they will be in my Sweet 16. When they are healthy, they just got Juwan Gary back, who's a really, really good player, athlete on the wing. Their one knock is they struggle a lot on the road. They looked really good last night against Illinois. I know they lost the game, but compared to what they've been, I mean, they've got more shooters on that team than pretty much anybody in the country. They play hard. They have a big man, uh, Rick Mast, who's like an absolute matchup nightmare because he can shoot the ball and post up. White kid, uh, very, very skilled big man. Look out for the Cornhuskers. I'm a big fan of Fred Hoiberg. I like that squad going forward. A uh, couple other big games. We saw Kansas dismantle Houston. Obviously, they were aided by the fact that they shot 75% from the floor during the game. You know what's crazy? I was looking at it. Kansas had 19 turnovers in that game, and Houston had two. And Kansas won by 15. Jesus. Yeah, that's that's when you know you're shooting it good. I'm just looking at the Big 12 standings. So great. Big 12 is such a gauntlet. It's the best I, conference I, in the I country. I mean, I wish, I kind of wish they didn't, add, you know, you add these other teams, they'll water it down a little bit. BYU is not bad. UCF's fine. But then... Cincy, I guess they're they're competitive. <laughs> at, they're, they're competitive, but yeah, I mean, the, just the top six, seven teams in the Big Twelve is just like I wonder how many teams are going to get in the tournament this year. At least eight. There, it's it's maybe uh, nine. I'm, I have to look at. I, I mean, know the only one, teams two, that three, I know four, that are five, six, seven are locks, and then you have Texas probably on the bubble. Oklahoma, I would assume, is getting in. The, okay, so I would say Houston, Kansas, Baylor. Iowa State, Iowa State Tech, Tech TCU, TCU, BYU, Oklahoma locks, are all in. That's eight, right? Yeah. So then I would say I think Texas will get in, even though I, I don't like them. And I think Cincy will get in. I think they're going to get 10. I, I think Kansas I State. Cincy might get in. Yeah. I think Cincy will get in. I think Kansas State, unless they – I think they're getting left out. They've lost like four in a row, and they have not looked very good doing no, it. No, Kansas State's not going to get in. But, I mean – Big game tonight. They play at home against Kansas. Oh, uh, would, if they were to help. win that, that would help. But – I mean, it's even, dude. Even UCF, they're not going to get in, but they're not bad either. They they beat uh they beat uh BYU this thing weekend. Of, so thing about UCF is they're four and five in conference. They're thirteen eight overall. I'm sure they have some bad early losses, but if you if they somehow finish five hundred in the Big Twelve or somehow get a game yeah. over, it could easily be like a first four in or something like that. I mean, they like to do that with the the bubble it, Big the Twelve. The only teams. two teams out in the Big Twelve are West Virginia and Oklahoma State. Yeah. Everybody else has a shot. I think. Probably you would say K State uh, has to win the night if they're uh, probably going to get in. Uh, right, I would say I would say right now like Texas is last four in, Cincy is first four out, and Kansas State is last four out. That's what I would guess. UCF is behind that, I think. Uh, but that that conference is you, you know. Speaking of conferences, you know what conference is horrific? The ACC yeah. is the worst I've ever seen it. I mean, legitimately, I think there might be three three NCAA tournament teams in the ACC. Uh, I mean, you've got North Carolina, Duke, and I think Virginia. And besides those three, I mean, I guess you could maybe make an argument for like an NC State or a Wake Forest. Those are the next two teams in the in the picture there. But I just look at the. I mean, I, Notre Dame seven and fifteen, yeah, Louisville yeah. seven and fifteen, Georgia Tech ten and twelve, Boston College, Clemson's been horrible lately. Virginia Tech, Pittsburgh's awful. Syracuse is not good. Miami's been bad this year. Florida State sucks. Miami's weird because I think on paper they have talent. I don't know why they're so – I mean, I even uh, – I forgot who was talking about it the other day, but they were saying that West Virginia's – or sorry, uh, Wake Forest is fairly talented. They have too. a really good first five. They don't yeah. have any depth. 
But they, they could get in and be a dangerous team because they shoot the ball Even so well. the Big Ten in my mind is down this year when you look at it. Like, look, Purdue's whatever. I, Illinois, I think, is a, a fairly solid team. And then Wisconsin's playing good. But, like, these Northwestern, obviously, they've been good at home. But Michigan State, Minnesota, Indiana, Maryland, like, those teams are just very average this you, year. You know what? I think Nebraska can make a run, like you said, but then, like, everybody else down there, like, Ohio State's 3-8. and eight. Yeah. I mean, that's wild. I mean, they're just not – I get that they're all – Michigan's oh, in last I get place. That, yeah, that's nuts. I get that they're all, you know, above average, solid – you know, there's some solid teams in there. But as far as teams that can legitimately make a run, nowhere like I would say there's seven Big Twelve teams that could definitely get to the Sweet Sixteen. You'd maybe say like four of them could potentially get to the Elite Eight, and then in the Big Ten, it's like okay, maybe Purdue, maybe Illinois. I know people like Wisconsin. I'm not sold on Wisconsin. I'm I not sold on Wisconsin either, especially good. after that performance yesterday yeah, at home, and they had a great opportunity there. But I will say this: I think you're right. I think like the interesting thing about this year is I think that the ACC is a bit down. I'm sorry. The ACC is really down. Big 10 is sick, you know, relatively down. The big 12 is just as good as it all, as it's always been. Big East is about where it's been. It's about normal. It's yeah, about I'm looking normal. At it now. I think SEC is maybe about where it's been, maybe a little bit down. Cause I don't know if there's a team at the top that's as good, but I do think like a few teams are up. Like South Carolina has been like a big surprise in the SEC. They've been really, really good. Uh, Tennessee w- when they're allowed to just foul, everybody is really good. And when they're not, they're out, they're below average. Kentucky has been the most disappointing team to me from the, from the early 10 games to now, they've been the most disappointing team to me. I thought they were a legitimate contender. They are not. They have no shot to go anywhere. They're horrific defensively. Um, but what's going to be interesting to me, dude, is like what happens if like, okay, for example, you got a team like Indiana State, and I'm rocking the Indiana State Larry Bird jersey today. They're 18-3, and three, right, in the Missouri Valley. What happens if like a team like them or Grand Canyon, they're 19-2 and two in the Western Athletic. So like, what happens if one of those two teams or both don't win their conference tournaments? I wonder if this year, like, those teams have a chance to get an at-large bid here because in past years, I would think that they wouldn't. But the, those two teams Indian, are legitimately good teams. Grand Canyon it, beat San Diego State at home, like, significant, like in a, like, by double digits early in the year. Indiana State's got some good wins. Indiana State, 20-3, and if they, you know— play a good rest of the conference and lose in the conference tournament, they're still going to get in. I don't know about Drake. Drake's got five losses and, and three in conference. Well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, what yeah, if yeah. Drake wins the tournament? Indiana State. Indiana State's getting in. I think I would they think should. Same I would, with, I, would, I, I think, think Grand Canyon deserves to be in either way. I think uh, a team like Princeton, even though nobody wants to say it, and probably, you know, they won't, but they went to the Sweet 16 last year, and they're they're 15 and two or 16 and two this year. I mean, some of these teams. McNeese State is 19 and two. I mean, you know, I would love to see. Oh, I was just. I actually have it up right now. I will say that's my. If we're talking sleep, I think McNeese State will. I don't know how far they can go, but I think they'll win. And if they get a good if matchup, they in. they'll win. If they, yeah, they got to win the Southland, but if they get in, I think that you're looking at them as like a 13 probably, and they could easily win on the first uh, first week. Dude, just looking at these mid-majors, there could be some crazy amount of upsets this year. I mean, James Madison is really good yeah. too. They're, I mean, they're a team that probably gets in even if they don't win. The, yeah. Their, I mean, they uh, have wins over like, like Michigan State at Michigan State earlier this yeah, year. Grand Canyon, like you said, 21-2. and two. I They're, mean, they're they, really, really if good. If they don't win the WAC, I, I think they're in. I think there's. I think you'll see more 
power. You got to call them power four schools now. Yeah. I guess he's well. Now we're, we still have the Pac-12 for the end of the season. But yeah, yeah. I still think you're going to see more mid majors get in than usual, especially with the way that some of those teams made. You know, Princeton made a run last year. Who else? Uh, there's one. I thought there was one other team that well, made a good run that was a couple a years ago. We had Oral Roberts make a run. Yeah, Oral Roberts. St. Peter's made a run. Yeah, obviously, yeah. I mean, there's they been plenty there. over yeah. the past couple. Which there couple always seasons. is, but I think you're right. I think there's better talent in some of the mid majors this year. That you know, hopefully, you see Grand Canyon and Indiana State and those teams. Hopefully, they just win their conference tournament and then they're you know they don't have to worry about it. Yeah. But the um, I don't know if they still do it. The um. Ivy League used to always do something different. It would be the regular. I, they used to do this. I don't know if they still do. It would be if the regular season champ didn't win their conference tournament, they would they would go to like a one. They would do a, like a one game playoff or something like that. I don't know how long ago that was, but they would do. Wait, that. wait, say, repeat it. Sorry. Ivy League likes sending. They started their doing season. a. Tur- they started doing a tournament, didn't they? Yeah, but the the thing was they used to only send the regular season champion, but I don't know if they. I don't. I thought if there the was one some kind of concession. Win. Yeah, that they, pl- they go to a playoff or something. I kind of like that I, because it is really annoying. Like, you look at a team, like, this is the one thing I don't like I about college basketball. I can't remember if they do that anymore. It's like they, if you have the number one seed who's 8-28-2 and, and they lose in the championship of their conference tournament and then, like, a team who's 18-16 and 16 goes to the tournament – that just bothers me. Like, why play the why play the yeah. games then? Like, literally, that's what we're doing for entertainment value. I hate that. I think that if you have like a, a certain lead over other teams, like if you're four games better than every other team in your conference, you should be able to automatically go to the tournament. I, I just think that's ridiculous that they have to play out a tournament and have a chance to miss it. But yep, I don't know. Good. That's a good game tonight. We got a lot of good games on the on the docket. Arizona's been really weird lately. They've They've lost some games. Uh, Duke hasn't looked as good as they have in years past. Going to be kind of a, uh, interesting. I think that, to me, the two best teams, and I think everybody would agree with this, I think it's UConn, Purdue, and then everybody else. I don't think – I think there's a big gap between those two and the next, you know, North Carolina, Kansas, Houston, Tennessee, Marquette, Arizona. There's a big gap between those those yep. programs. But, again, I mean, we don't really know. Purdue plays in that in a, in a weaker conference, and – they they have had some impressive road wins, and I get Eddie, but we've talked about it. I I don't think either of us trust them in the tournament. Um, I don't yeah. trust Houston in the tournament either. Same type of shit. Like they're gonna have a game where they go cold and and can't make shots, and they're gonna lose despite being a one or a two seed. Every year it happens. Kelvin Sampson does it every year. Great regular season team can't win in the tournament because you can't rely on just defense and rebounding and not shoot the ball when it comes to March. I mean, you just can't do it. Not gonna happen. Yeah, I I'm. I'm with you on the fact that I'm, I was trying to read up on the Ivy League men's. It, it used to obviously be the regular season, then they put the tournament in. But I think you should, if you're a conference and you want your better team to be showcased, I feel like there's a big argument for like, hey, look, if you're the regular season champ and you do not win the conference tournament, you you should get like that one. I know it's I get the the fascination with the single elimination, but the goal should be, especially as a little conference, to get your best team in there. Yep. You don't want you know, a team that just goes on a, you know, crazy run. And I get that that's exciting, but it's just, why not send your best, uh, you know, your regular season champ. Like if I was one of those conferences, I'd be like, we're going to send a regular yeah. season champ. I mean, why would like, whatever. you, plus not to mention, like if you get a team who's like, you know, 500, what seed are they going to be? A 16 or yeah. a 15, as opposed to if you have Indiana State, Indiana State could legitimately be like an eight seed. Like they legitimately could. If they, if they went out and win their conference, they could be an eight seed. 
and and you're going to have a team who goes 15 and 17 have a losing record play in the first four trying to get in to play fucking Purdue or UConn like good luck that just it doesn't make any sense to me mm-hmm. whatsoever I was looking at this Kentucky dropped all the way to 17 they should have been dropped all the way out of the top 25 those motherfuckers um fucking cost me money um <laughs> all right we got anything else in college basketball here are we going to wrap this up um I think Oh, I want to say one thing real quick before, yeah. we, before we go. I've been watching. My mom is a huge Caitlin Clark fan. I got her to watch. Dude, so I don't I'm, care. I don't care. You can. Oh, you, your father she would be sick is to his stomach. Unbelievable. I mean, and I've said this since. I said this because I had never watched her, and I should have before. I hadn't watched her until last year in the Final Four. When they played, I believe, South Carolina, and I did bet on them, but I was reading a thing that said, like, Caitlin Clark's good enough to beat this team by herself, as good as South Carolina is, and I was like, if she's that good, and they're plus 500, I'll throw 50 bucks on it, and I did. They won the game outright. I watched the game, and when I watched the game, I said to myself, that's the best woman I've ever seen play basketball my entire life, and I don't think I'll ever see another woman that good ever, and I've watched a lot of her games since, and... I mean, the shot making is just—it's it, Steph Curry esque. I, I it, you can you can hate on that all you want, but that's the reality of it. And it's so funny to watch Twitter and people who don't like her—they hate that she like she'll do shit like she'll nudge people and knock them down, and like she's kind of like a gamesman. And it's just like I used to do that shit all the time as a player I will, too, and I, it's funny. I like it. I, I think that people shit on her for no reason. I will say this: I've only seen her briefly and obviously she's really good i saw her make some tough shots but getting back into the twitter hate um when the ohio state fans stormed the court when they lost she absolutely threw herself in front of that girl to go i didn't see the video it's an absolute fucking flop job was it and then they made a big deal about it fan storms court knocks over caitlin clark this girl's running like this maybe caitlin clark didn't see her she may not have but it was like it wasn't like this girl was being ugly trying to run into her. She was trying to, like, run around her, and Caitlin Clark somehow hit her and went down. But I do know that she's really, really good, and a lot of people like watching her play. And it even gives good ratings to ESPN because I think a lot of people, like, tune in to watch. I mean, the best ratings for a women's basketball No, games, it I is. Say. No, yeah. it, dude, I'm not exaggerating. I've never seen her. She's selling out road arenas. They played Maryland uh, last night or the night before. I was, I think it was two nights ago. She played. They played Maryland, and like literally the entire st- Maryland was unranked, and I think had a losing record in conference. The place was sold out. I mean, they were in an open seat in That's the pretty, entire that building. That's pretty crazy. It's crazy, and I've never seen so many women's college games broadcasted on national networks just in general this year. And it's just because of her. Like it's become people have actually started to fall. I would never, and I don't mean this to be misogynistic or anything like that. I would never watch women's college basketball because it's just not as entertaining. That's the bottom line. It's not. But she is as entertaining to me as watching a men's game, unless I have money on the game, then it isn't. But if there, if it's two games without money on it, right, and they're and they're equal, I might watch her over some men. Like literally, it's that entertaining to me to watch her because it's so such a ridiculous level of shot making and and uh, it, even even her passing is ridiculously good. I mean, she she's just an incredible basketball player. And however you want to look at it, that's 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 yeah, my. Yeah, I mean, take I on would her. say that I don't I don't watch a lot of the women's basketball, not a lot of women's sports, but I will say, like for me. Women's tennis is 
probably more entertaining than men's a lot of times because you don't have the big serve and it's all over the place. And, you know, right. so you can't, you know, men's tennis, you're holding serve even if you're not a good server 80% of the time. Right. Whereas in women's, it's much closer to 50, you know, 60%. So the rallies are, you know, can be more fun. But yeah, no, I know there's a lot of Caitlin Clark fans out there. I saw that um, actually just scrolling through Facebook that she has like a Bowman Chrome card that is in one of the products, like the university, like, you know, Bronny James is in there and a bunch of different like university athletes and uh, college athletes in her like, Super Fractor, which is a one-on-one card autograph, went for like 18000 bucks. Someone bought it for wow. the other day. I mean... Yeah. Or maybe it was even more than that Super Fractor one. But yeah, she's got a lot of fans out I there. I believe so. it. I mean, yeah. she's going to she's gonna break the scoring record this year. And she actually, because of COVID, will be able to come back next year if she wants. Which she should, because she'll probably make more money. I guess with her, she'll make endorsements in the WNBA anyway. So she, I, I don't know that she would make more money staying. But I mean, if you enjoy oh, college... I bet, I bet she probably... I bet she probably would still make more money st in the NIL staying than you going think so? to the WNBA. Because the WNBA contracts, even if it's like a max deal, is like, what, 250000 And I bet she... Yeah, but I'm talking Iowa, about she gets like a... Like if she'll get like a deal with like, say, Nike or whatever. And, she doesn't have a deal with Nike yet. Oh, maybe she does. I, I don't, don't know. know. Can but you... I, wait, can you make... Can you do shoe deals now like that with college? I don't I'm know sure there's can. all kinds of loopholes. The one thing I will say... I don't know if you can do that. For the fans out there is when Big Dog came in, we're talking strippers. But we bring it full circle back. We love the women's athletic. We we wrapped up the show with Caitlin Clark. So the people at home need to know that. Started with strippers with Big Dog. We were showing our support for women's athletics at the end of the show. That's right. Yes. We're a full yes. circle, full support, yes, yes. all equality. Okay, full circle. We don't discriminate, but if we do, it's everybody equally. All right. Yes. We're a very modern, progressive group. Equal here, okay? is uh, as Dave Chappelle once said, and they hate uh, the player haters ball. Equal opportunity haters. All right. <laughs> What's up, Bailey? Oh, you can. I'm curious if Kaylin Clark has a deal with anybody. It's also well, it's also an interesting dynamic with with that because you have schools who have deals with specific brands. So you're you're you know like if I'm a Nike school and I've got an athlete who makes a deal with Adidas, how do you handle that? That's an interesting thing to think about. I don't know, like like what they probably wouldn't be able to wear. I mean, it would just be, an it, then athletic, that's, that's, yeah. well, that's my yeah, point is yeah. like, how do you, how, then, then that, unless you're getting a brand deal with that school's same brand, it, it, that might be why that we still don't see it, even though it's allowed yeah. to only, what do you say? Five of them, five of yeah. them so far. So and obviously, like, uh, like if Bronny got that, of course he got the Nike deal because of his dad. And, uh, at USC, I'm sure USC is a Nike school already. I don't know right? what they are. But oh, yeah. I, would I mean, that would be the deal. I'm sure when he was picking schools, he told them, you can't go to any school but a Nike school. I'm sure that actually, crazy enough, went into it because uh, I would assume he is Nike, Mr. Nike. Yeah. That, she does with who? With Nike? Skechers. See, like, then, then I wonder, like, I, my guess is most of the deals that she has now probably, like, will just care. Like, I don't know. Like, is she going to get any, like, I think that, I think she'd probably make a relatively similar amount regardless of where she went. Yeah. Just because she's going to have the same amount now as she would there. Yeah. I, I don't know. I have no idea. But um, I guess that'll wrap us up. Uh, real quick, I told Sam Hazelwood, he said he listened to our entire show start to finish last time. And what a he, guy. He liked it, and uh, he said it was our best episode last time. Hopefully he's not disappointed with this one, but... Uh, Hopefully he appreciates Big Dog for what he is. I thought the show got better. A, as show, a showman. A showman, yeah. Um, 
Shout Thanks. out Zito's. We missed oh. them last couple weeks. Best sandwiches in town. Got and I got my little Zito's. We got my little Zito sticker right here. On yeah. The show. Got yep. my little Zito sticker right there. Um, hopefully, uh, we get maybe we can get some sponsors soon. Maybe Brad will be open to uh, his favorite customer. At uh, least get you the a show. A, 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 a free maybe maybe a free half series a week yeah. for you. <laughs> I don't even care. I don't want that. I just want to be. I just want it to be Zito's, the official sponsor of the Slobberknocker Sports Podcast. I don't even care about the sandwich, the free sandwich. Even though I mean, I would take as many free sandwiches as I could get because it's the best sandwich in the fucking world. Right. Um. God, that place is so good, and their beans, dear lord. They're the best things of ever. In fact, I might go over there right now. What time is it? Uh, I'm not going to make it. It's three. Not going to make 350. it. Fuck. All right. We'll have to go tomorrow. But uh, all right. Thanks for joining us. Uh, remember, when we hit 2K subscribers, we're going to be giving away another jersey. So uh, make sure to like and subscribe for all content. We got some new channels hopefully coming soon. We're working on that. We're going to do, be doing some skits with Big Dog soon. So uh, we got all that coming to you. Coming to a YouTube screen near you soon. Thank you guys for tuning in and have a great week. Enjoy Super Bowl Sunday. We'll be back to recap everything in the Super Bowl next Monday.